Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Bring it up, Jake. Matt Moore stops by in 40 minutes from the Locked On NBA podcast to talk about James Harden's explosive comments about Sixers GM and team president Daryl Morey. All things NBA betting coming up with Matt Moore in our number three fantasy takeaways from week one of the preseason as well. Uh, Lochmas beats eight buckets on the Southeastern Conference College Football Betting Preview on the way um, also. But for now, let's continue on with it moves. Ken, we got a couple more games to hit for week number one line movement that we've seen. Let's uh, let's go to the AFC West, right, where Denver will host the Las Vegas Raiders. And I've made this joke a couple times throughout the offseason. I will make it again. Um, the worst opener that I've ever seen in the history of openers ever was pick them with Denver and, and the Raiders uh, in at mile high, basically, in week number one. Ken said it to me on the air. I literally laughed out loud. Ken, where do we stand right now after week one of the preseason? And this isn't even like the Raiders won 34-7 to in, in their preseason game against the 49ers. And Russell Wilson played deep into the first half because Sean Payton wanted to get him like a, some positivity out of that offense. Russell throws a touchdown to Jerry Judy at the end of the first half. And then they end up losing to, uh, to the Arizona Cardinals, maybe the worst team in football. Obviously, it's a preseason game, but not what you want if you're Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. So I don't even think this move is like reflective of, oh, wow, one team looked great or terrible in the preseason. Uh, Ken, what, what do you have for us here with uh, with Denver and the Raiders here as we continue on with it moved? BetMGM, our show sponsor, is is kind of once again like on an island a little bit in terms of what they're hanging versus everybody else. But they sort of reflect what's happening in the market, which is like a lot of interest in Denver. <laughs> and, and it doesn't uh, – we're doing all of these games – because the preseason week one happened, obviously, but it does not mean that the moves have to be because of preseason week one. I just want to be really clear about that. Like, it could just be the timing of everything. Like, yeah, like preseason week one happened and this game moved, but it doesn't have to be that like this team looked brutal or this team looked good. Um, could just be like the timing of when bets were placed. And but there is, I mean, just from Jump Street, all the interest in this game from a line movement standpoint has been in Denver. So the pick'em number that Nick's referencing was from like an offshore sports book that opened first. And frequently when you open first, you're more likely to be incorrect, right? Because you don't have anything to compare it to. Like, we're going to open. No one else is open. What do we think the numbers should be for week one? And I'm, you know, put their heads together for five seconds. They're like, let's open pick. And uh, and that uh, was not the number for very long because a lot of bettors disagreed with that and thought that Denver should at least be like a pretty good favorite, maybe a field goal. And so it got bet to three. Most places then opened three. 
where we currently are is a consensus number of Denver minus four with MGM hanging a four and a half and leads to like, I think some really, it's really uncomfortable conversations that you have with yourself as a better about what is this really supposed to be? And, you know, maybe like it could end up being like injuries, obviously the week of the game, like Devonte Adams had kind of like a weird injury situation last week. So like, okay, like that can obviously be some reason to like Denver, but what is like a realistic point spread here? And how much of this point spread is just driven by like generic optimism about Sean Payton and what he can do for an NFL team and how, how quickly that can happen that even in week one against a team that people don't think is going to be very good, um, that, that they can be this big of a favorite. So I, I think it is really interesting what's happening here with Denver just getting bet out so much. Uh, Hey, I, I like you called it uncomfortable conversations that you have with yourself. Sounds like the title of like a romantic comedy. I just some kind of book. well, really, but I mean, you're not you're not looking at this, and I ever like I guarantee oh, your I first am. thought when you look at the when, the when you look at the MGM number, which is four and a half, your first thought, and it is I guarantee the voice in your head, it says it with this voice where it's like, oh, do I have to bet the Raiders? <laughs> like it's just like and it's not it's not oh yeah I get to bet the Raiders yeah awesome like that's not what the voice says. That's not what the tone is. It's the other one. Uh, the voice. It's Al Davis's voice. You need yep. to bet on the Las Vegas Raiders. Week one on the road at the hated Denver Broncos. Again, the autumn wind is a Raider. Pillaging yeah. just for fun. He'll knock mm. you round and upside down and laugh when he's covered and won. Pride mm. and poise. Commitment to excellence. Just cover, baby. How? Who? I want to know. Like, who's laying four and a half with Russell Wilson? Who's doing it with like a, a somewhat suspect offensive line? Who's doing it against Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, and the Raiders defense? Who's doing it? Not me. I, Ra Raiders plus four and a half. I think it might be one of my favorite bets of the week. Oh, man, <laughs> really? I just, I just, I, I think, how about this? Can I ask a serious question? Serious yeah, question. Sure. Better quarterback on August 14th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Russell Wilson. Or Jimmy Garoppolo. Until we see regular season games, it has to be Garoppolo right now. Until we see regular season games, and then it can then it can flip back again. It has to. I'll how, take could be, how could it be Wilson? How could it be Wilson right now? How could that be the answer to the question? I'll take I'll take Jimmy. I'll take Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I just. I so okay. So baked into a lot of that conversation just now was like a what we actually think is going to happen in the game, what we want to bet. Are we done with it now? Now it's a market movement conversation. I didn't think like I. It opened three. I think going to three and a half was a really, really uh, almost a one hundred percent outcome. Four, okay. Now I'm kind of like, well, maybe I have it wrong. Like, are we done? Like, is why not six? Like, I, it seems like we're blowing through every number already. Like, what? What's stopping this? The answer is resistance and people wanting to bet the Raiders. And that hasn't happened so far. <laughs> now, maybe we get to the week of the game and that happens big time because I think you could make a pretty compelling case this number is a little crazy. You look at like all of all of Denver's numbers from last year and you can plug in Sean Payton and that's great. You're also plugging in a new defensive coordinator, by the way, replacing a guy who was unbelievable. And so like, all right, what, like how, how you almost want to be like, how do you get to this number? Like I can get to like Denver on paper was at least the same as the Raiders last year, maybe a little better. 
I can get to Garoppolo as a downgrade from Derek Carr if we really want to have that discussion. I can get to Sean Payton's really good. And that that would get me to like three, three and a half. How am I getting to the rest of the stuff? Like, what am I, not, now what? Now what's getting me to here? It's just like in, when we do college football in the SEC, if we draw Auburn this today, there will be some of this where it's like, well, why is this number this? I don't know, because Hugh Freeze just wins all the time. And now he's their coach. He's Auburn's coach for people who didn't know. And he just wins all the time everywhere. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe, is that this? It's just like, well, you know, Sean Payton. Like, is that, is it really, is that what it is? It's just like, and it's kind of like a Josh McDaniels. Is that really what it is? And if that's the case, like what, I don't know what the stopping point is here. It only happens when people step in and bet the Raiders. That's the only way it happens. And it doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon. I think one thing, and like, uh, you know, I'd never, like a running back is never worth that much to a point. I mean, I guess like, yeah. like in, in certain instances, it could be. Um, Josh Jacobs is currently holding out the Las Vegas yep. Raiders. Jacobs, Jacobs was the NFL leader in rushing yards last year, had a billion all-purpose yards, a billion touches, like a career year in year one under Josh McDaniels. So Zamir White is operating right now as the Raiders running back one that played collegially at Georgia. I guess like if Jacobs doesn't play in this game and he like holds out for week one, like I actually think like that matters. And like maybe the, the line should go up a little bit. But I think should that be the know, expectation now though? We're no, so early. No, I think, I, I, that can't be has, the expectation. I mean, it would literally be like Jacobs would be cutting off his nose to spite his face. Like he has no yeah. leverage. None of these running backs have any leverage. And like we're he needs to report it. He needs to play. It's and not he, like two and, weeks and before the time. game. It's not a week yes. before the game. Like if we're a week before the game and he's still not practicing, it's like, oh, okay. Like, okay, we can have a conversation about like, do I want to get ahead of like a market move by betting this? I mean, it's August 14th. <laughs> like we're gonna, I, so I, I hear you on that one. I just, that that's not what's happening right now. I have like a hard time pegging what's happening, right? I just, here's, okay, let's, I'll reframe the question again. Do you think this is more about interest in Denver or more about a lack of interest in Las Vegas? It can be both, but which one do you think, do you think it is more one than the other? I think it, I think it, it has to be, it has to be lack of interest in the Raiders or pessimism about the Raiders. Because how could it be optimism about Denver? How could it be? Wait, we haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> so, so, nothing has happened. Like how, how, how could it be like, wow, like, I can't wait to bet on Russell Wilson. Like, who's saying that right now? It has to be pessimism with the Raiders. I just, uh, yeah, I think we talked about this when we did this game originally. I just, there are lots of situations where a market could be dealt where Josh McDaniels is the coach of one of the teams. And I'll be like, man, that's a great spot to fade Josh McDaniels. Like, expectation of winning by margin expectation of beating a team that he's worse than we did this two weeks ago it's like the same talking point but just like as the number keeps bidding get bidding up getting bet up excuse me it's worth noting that again like yeah if he's expected to blow out a team i want the other team and if, if he's projected to be much better than another team i want the other team but like this is not this is the opposite of that this is like everyone hates him we don't even have a lot of these situations to go off of that. I'm honestly, some of them are like that Monday night chiefs game last year where they closed like a huge dog where they get up 17, nothing in that game or something like that. I just, maybe it's a little and more lost. of that and lost yeah. and lost and lost. Oh yeah. But I, but I just mean in terms of like, <laughs> I know what like making know a valuable bet and like yeah. a, a situation where you would want to bet Josh McDaniels and there aren't many versus a situation where you'd be dying to bet against him. Like we're sitting in Vegas week two last year and they're playing the Cardinals. And I mean, the amount of times I hit the live bet button on the Cardinals in the second half of the game was outrageous. 
I mean, really outrageous. And we bet them before the game started too. And it's like, again, up 24 nothing or whatever. And they end up losing the game in overtime on a crazy touchdown. Like, yeah, love betting against McDaniels there. I don't love betting against McDaniels. Four and a half at Russell Wilson? I'm supposed to, like, love betting against Josh McDaniels? Market already thinks he sucks. Like, what's what's left? <laughs> like, what's, this is a brutal rating. So I just, I, I mean, I don't can't tell you I'm going to have a bet on the Raiders, but I, ooh, man, n- never Denver is... Uh, has got to be the approach here, I think, at four and a half. And I, I, I don't know where the number's going either. That's, I guess that's the problem. But I was going to go up a lot. I'd say bet Denver, but I, I can't see that happening. Seems unlikely. Uh, that was the classic Josh McDaniels game. I'm pretty sure it was 14 nothing, And then they had like fourth and one at like the Chiefs, like 38. And he sent Carlson out. Like, and Carlson yeah. made the field goal. But it's like, what? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. What are you doing? You better be about Nick and Ken. Magnificent yeah. Football Monday. Uh, let's close here, Ken. It moved for week one. Uh, let's talk about the total of this Dolphins-Chargers game. We touched on it a little bit with Connor Allen in the last segment. Um, I don't think any of us are going to be surprised by uh, by the way that this total has moved recently, right, with Miami and the Chargers in Los Angeles in week one. Yeah, if you toss the opener uh, between Detroit and Kansas City, this is projected to be the highest scoring game of week one and the highest scoring Sunday game uh, of week one, which again, just go from like, projections for offense last year quarterbacks coaches like everybody involved like got it i understand <laughs> uh weather too which obviously is part of it as well uh and, and a bunch of other games we at least have the prospect of bad weather seems unlikely in los angeles so uh total in this game i think i mentioned it with connor open 49 dolphins chargers i uh, got that up like a point ish to like 49 and a half 50 we talked a couple weeks ago like would it close 50 or more everywhere uh and we're already there most places are dealing 50 mgm's dealing 50 and a half which a couple other places are dealing so again just directionally we are moving up people are betting the over on anything sub uh sub 50 and are even been the over a little bit on 50 uh as we get closer to the uh to the debut with these teams are you i have a question too about this game are you uh are you back in on totals this year We've had a really totals have been a we've had a love hate relationship with with NFL sides and the, and totals on the show, but especially totals where we lose all of them all the time, <laughs> and to the point that we stopped betting them for like two years in a row. We basically stopped betting totals. Are you do you see it for yourself being back in this year? What do you think? Are, do you want to be back in? I I love to. Well, I it's love, just more to I bet. Love to, I love action. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah. it's more to bet. Yeah, but but I mean, it. you bet you bet props too. You bet all kinds of stuff. I don't. And like I there's just, just like I no re- rhyme or I feel like there's no rhyme or reason the totals at all like going over or under like the stu- I guess you could say the same thing about point spreads right like crazy stuff happens and you right. win or lose I don't know yeah it's yeah. just like it's really You're frustrating just, sports betting I think you just described sports betting <laughs> like there's yeah, it seems like enough. there's no rhyme or reason random stuff happens all the time <laughs> it's like yes yes that is what happens uh I also think I do I like don't know if I could get the best of the number I I wouldn't know short of like obvious things weather and injuries early in the week aside from those two things i don't know if i could get the best of the number on totals ever or like what what way we're moving in some stuff i don't know man i i don't know if i can come back in and it's even if i was optimistic even if i was like hey man it's a new season just like put some work in on nfl totals at least like you'll have fun betting them yeah i bet a total on no, friday night i bet the pre i bet the preseason under between the giants and the lions and i lost by a point or a half point in the most excruciating fashion possible in a bet where i am positive that i should have won 99 percent of the time it's like and that's that was a preseason i haven't done regular season totals yet the hell i'm betting totals this year <laughs> like that's that sounds awful that sounds really really miserable do you know what we should do tomorrow or at some point this week on the show we should go through every game in week one 
and guess if we think the total is going to go up or down and if there's a valuable oh. bet to be made potentially based on that like not like on because i can give you an on-field handicap either way for the dolphins chargers to go over or under like where do we yeah. think like all of these totals are going to go and then see like well maybe we should bet this and maybe we pick okay, like well, one or two and plan a flag on it calling it 50 and a half what would your guess be in this game I actually think it might come down. Oh, man, I don't even know what mine would be. I'll say up. But, like, again, I don't, based on what? Like, I just, because that's the direction we're moving right now. I hate totals. That was, <laughs> so, I guess, was, 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 was that kind of like, that was our, our practice run? Didn't go great. <laughs> yeah. For our totals <laughs> yeah. conversation. All Crystal right, so next, we'll, we'll start giving you fantasy takeaways from week one of the preseason. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.